Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aaron, and let's get this playing. So today's host, I mean, not host, today's guest is McKay Bundy, which I would say is a good teammate. I'm going to say that. I, I try my best, man. Yeah, he tries his best. See, best. that's what makes a good teammate. He's trying. But McKay Bundy, not Ted Bundy. McKay Bundy. <laughs> no, I actually have some friends that call me Ted. Yeah, they, they call funny. you Ted. But I swear, I've done, yeah. I've done genealogy. Not, I'm not related to Ted Bundy, I swear. Yeah, he doesn't kill animals right now. It's not <laughs> in the early stage. He's not like in our last episode hunting. <laughs> but yeah, McKay, if you want to say who you are, why you're here at Ottawa. Yeah, so like you said, my name is McKay Bundy. Um, I'm here playing basketball. I'm on the basketball team with Zach and mm-hmm. the other players that were previously on the podcast and I don't, i'm just here to play basketball get my degree and and dip <laughs> pretty, pretty much i mean yeah. I, I like playing basketball so that's uh, this was my only offer coming out of a juco so mm-hmm. i took it and it has worked out well for me so far so i got two things the first thing is it's kind of weird that when our coach recruits we get like multiple people yeah. but your situation is different of like hey key is free available do you want him to come with us too? Yeah. But then we've always had like groups come in, mm-hmm. like whether it was um, Weston and Josh. Josh, Joe, and now Alex, mm-hmm. and you, and now Key. Like it's just weird to have that dynamic yeah. of like bringing a friend in. Yeah, because I mean we play basketball our life, so like the coaches can use us to find other good players. Yeah, so it just like works out perfectly. Yeah, or like you know our exit interviews, like oh is that kid available? I'm like, yeah. oh, like <laughs> I don't know. Let me go ask yeah. him and then. Then he's on the team, just like how you guys mm-hmm. done. Second thing is the very first time that I ever met you was <laughs> <laughs> was during like an open gym. Yeah. But our open gyms were serious. Not I'm not saying they're not serious now. Yeah. But we would do drills before our open gym. Yeah, open I gym. That. And so the very first drill was you and a couple guys. I don't know if I could say his name, but it was Max. Yeah, yeah. It was Max who was teammates with our other teammate, Alex. Alex yeah. So then Max was on our team. And you guys are going through drills. And I just got in the gym, got out of class early, open gym. So I was getting my shots up, you know, form mm-hmm. shooting. And I remember seeing on the other side, and I was like, who is this white kid? <laughs> like, clear, like, <laughs> no tan. I said, he's not from Cali because he has no tan, right? Later, f- uh, find out that you're from Modesto. Yeah. But anyway. NorCal. Yeah, NorCal. <laughs> they don't get much sun out there, I guess. Uh, they can get plenty of sun. Yeah, I just don't get it outside. Yeah, <laughs> you're just not outside. But yeah, so the funny thing, I was like, man, who is this white? Like, what is Coach doing? <laughs> like, we got the white as a white voice. And as I'm thinking this, like shooting, I just see you rise up on on Max, like dunk it. And I was yeah. like, huh? We were doing like a one-on-one drill. It's like you guys are both at the three-point line, and then like the defender gives you the ball, and you take it. And yeah. the goal is to just like go get to the tip of the rim as fast as you can. And yeah, and you took it personal and it was put just, it in the rim. It was like my very first drill, like first play there yeah. and everything, and I was just like, and I remember I seeing know, your dad like, it, like, <laughs> like your dad was just like, oh, that's another McKay kind of, that's a Bundy yeah. thing, I guess. Yeah. But did your dad play basketball or? Yeah. He played basketball. He said he got, <laughs> he got he got cut from his sophomore team and then he stopped playing. Oh, he stopped. He was a baseball and like soccer guy. Okay, so that's where you get your baseball from. Yeah. Because knowing you, you love or you always talk about baseball. Yeah. You and Alex. That's, that's what I played growing up, and that's what was um, what I thought I was gonna do long term. It wasn't until like. My sophomore year of high school, I was like, yeah, I think I like basketball yeah. more. And what made you get out of, like, baseball, kind of? Nothing really. It's I just liked basketball more. It wasn't, like, anything about baseball. Yeah. I just enjoyed playing basketball more. And I wasn't as good at basketball. So, like, I 
could work on things if that you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like, like you didn't like not being good at something yeah in a way so, so I you wanted like to work hard work, yeah that's yeah. exactly what it you don't want to like. be like complacent yeah. in baseball so i never seen you play are you yeah, i mean i'm i'm solid i like to think i'm pretty good i mean i'm yeah. a lefty pitcher yeah that's what like a team needs six four so it's like a, a good like pitcher build and like i didn't throw the hardest but I was probably like in the 80, 81 miles. miles. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 80, yeah, 81 dinger. miles per hour. But I was a lefty. I had good control and like decent off speed. So like I probably wouldn't have gone like division one or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Probably like Juco, maybe get to like a division two. Yeah. Maybe you can end your auto career and just go straight four years. Of <sighs> I've actually thought about that. Like after this year, instead of playing basketball this last year, play baseball. But, yeah, I don't think that's yeah, going to that, happen. <laughs> yeah, coach is like, oh, that's not an option. Sorry. If, I, if I get my arm back in shape, I think I could start throwing yeah. good again. Yeah. So, pitching, how is pitching so unique to, to who you are? Because I know pitchers are supposed to be like, well, you know, just throw the ball. It's more a mental battle than mm -hmm. anything because it's like you're going to give up a home run and then you, can't, you don't have any time to, like, sulk about it. Like, you got to go right back into the next batter. So, yep. it's like – it's a mental battle every single pitch. And, like, if you throw a ball one time, you mm -hmm. got to come back the next pitch and, like, refocus, throw a strike or yeah. throw a good pitch. And location is everything. Like, you got catchers, communicate. It's a lot going on yeah. when you're pitching. So it can be difficult, but that's why I enjoyed it so much. And my, yeah. my coaches from a young age, that's what was my hardest battle was the mental aspect of pitching. And my uh, one of my travel ball coaches, Tim Raposa, he would always talk to me about – developing routine before games and when you're out there like being a dog when you're out there like mentally tough and mm. all that so that's where I kind of developed all that do you have like a pre-game routine before basketball like a like not a like a superstitious like I gotta do this or if this doesn't happen I'm not gonna play good today do um, you have one of those so, not really a routine but sometimes like when listening to music right so yeah. like if I listen to a certain genre of music before a game and I play good I'll keep listening to that genre of music <laughs> until I play bad again. Then I'll change yeah, it. Yeah, you'll like, play good. So I'll just like keep doing. That's like one thing because I'm kind of superstitious a little bit. Yeah. So what's the longest genre? Christmas, you know? Christmas music. Christmas music. But I was <laughs> in back in December, like not that long ago. Like I had a stretch of games where I scored like 19, 19, like 12, yeah. 14. Like I was playing pretty good and like doing With everything Christmas right. Music. Yeah, because it was around Christmas time. So I was like, I'm just gonna listen to some Christmas music, and I was playing well, so I kept it going even after Christmas. And then I had a bad game, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. What was there a certain song? Nah, I would just go to Apple Music and look up like the Christmas Essentials uh, playlist. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Yeah. All yeah. I <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I used to pitch, but I wasn't a good pitcher. You look like a catcher to me. Yeah. I'm, but I'm a lefty, so like catcher, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna hit the guy in the batter box with the ball. <laughs> it's not making it to second base. Yeah. So my dad used to coach, and I used to play like second base. Mm -hmm. But once again, as a lefty, I have to like turn my whole body and all yeah, that. That's hard. It never worked. Can't be a first baseman because I'm not tall enough. Yeah, I'm not six foot. No offense. Sorry. Yeah. So then I was like a center left field. Don't put me in right field. Like I said last episode, yeah. but yeah, I, but I never developed that routine. I was always in my head when I pitched. So I was like, ah, this is not for me. Yeah. I, pitching was my favorite thing to do because I played outfield and first base too. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a great hitter. I was a decent hitter. So that's why pitching was you always like what I focused on. You were like a six, seven in the batters or were you like a? I, I'm not six, seven, but. No, a, were you six, oh, seven in the lineup? I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm not six, yeah. seven, like, you're my teammate. In the lineup? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what, are you good? It, it depends. Like, I mixed it up a lot. Like, there's some, sometimes I'd bat, like, second. Sometimes I'd bat fifth, sixth, seventh. <laughs> I've batted last probably a couple times, yeah. but I was usually, like, six or seven is right where I was at. 
I could I could get on base and hit some singles, double here and there. I wasn't like hitting dingers and stuff. So you kind of went over it about switching from baseball to basketball because you wanted to get something, you wanted to get good at something mm-hmm. that you weren't. Was there another reason why you started playing basketball or what like inspired you to just, go into basketball? Because you made it to college, which is yeah, some people I don't. Didn't really play a lot of basketball growing up. Like when I was like younger, like elementary school days, like I just like play on the blacktop with my friends at lunch yeah. and stuff, mess around, play in the driveway and stuff. And it wasn't until like seventh grade, my middle school, I wanted to join my middle school team. So I was like. I'm just going to go out and play like I was like decent when I'd play on the blacktop and stuff and mm-hmm. I could shoot the ball. So I was like, I'm just going to go out yeah. and try out. And I did. I made it. I was like pretty solid. Eighth grade came. I was pretty solid. And then I got to high school and our coach, my high school coach, like he would, he gathers up all the freshmen like before the season, mm-hmm. like right at the end of eighth grade. So like the end of May. And he does like a workout with all the freshmen. And he tells like then the summer program. And the summer program was tough. Like, it's, like, every single day, like, two times a day. What consisted of it, like? It was, like, we'd go, like, in the mornings and do, like, some individual work. And, and you're in eighth grade? Oh, eighth grade going into freshman year. And they oh, do okay. it with, like, the ninth, tenth, eleventh. Like, it's all together. Like, the freshman team, JV team. Okay. Senior, or varsity team. And you go, like, morning, do, like, individual work, stuff like that. And at night, you go, like, as a team and, like, learn the offense and, like, all that stuff like that. And he just instilled, like, if you work the hardest, you will be good. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to work, work the hard. hardest, and then I'm going to be the best player. Like, that was my mindset uh-huh. going into it. So that's why I like it so much. Do you have, like, a certain story of what happened, like, middle school or, like, freshman year? You know, everyone oh, has a story. Right? Yeah, freshman year. So I was practicing with the varsity team in the – not in the summer. It was, like, in the fall, like, beginning of the season. And we have a drill called Team Fire. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's similar to the drill, you know, the 20 pass drill. Oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's similar to that, but it's like a lot more intense. So like it's five on five mm-hmm. and like you pass it in and you get no dribbles and you have to like break the press basically. So they're just like pressing you and like, they're not calling any fouls either. It's basically mm-hmm. like a football drill. So they're just like yeah, hacking you and on stuff. The court. <laughs> and the goal is to like build toughness and like be strong. Resilient. And like, yeah. yeah. So I'm like with all these seniors and I'm like five six like oh so you're small yeah i was a small i didn't grow to like junior senior year so i was like oh, wow, small. You lucky and i'm with all these like seniors and the ball's loose on the floor so i dive on the loose ball and like i'm holding it and one of the seniors just comes up and like is trying to grab and rip the ball and he's like lifting me up throwing me on the floor and i'm just like trying to hold on for dear life and then finally he gets it like lifts me up and like swings me and i like slip and he gets the ball and then we keep going but i was like dang like this is for real. Like, yeah, I'm here in high school now. <laughs> like I, these are like these guys are bigger, stronger, faster than me. Like I gotta, I gotta go hard. Was so. your high school like the four years? Because I know some schools do the K through. Yeah, it was four. It was ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Oh, okay. It was normal. I, and you, I consider that normal. You graduated but. the same year as me, right? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. The mm. last, the last greatest class. Last All the greatest classes class. after that were in. Dang, is that a shot at like some of our guys on our team? Yeah. yeah, all the all yeah. the 2020 graduates. Yeah, they didn't 2020 get a graduation. Graduates. Yeah, prom. <laughs> they, any, they bought their suits, but they get no prom. Dancing in the virtual. <laughs> yeah, I talked about last episode on how hard COVID was. Did COVID? Yeah. Do anything for like not? I'm not saying like or anything sad, but like did COVID change yeah. anything of well, your plans it, for basketball? It changed my plans a lot because I was in JUCO and COVID happened right around the playoff time, so we were mm. we were rolling like. We were on a 17-game winning streak. 
we were in the Sweet 16. We beat the team in the Sweet 16, and we were going to go to uh, West Hills Lamar, which is where, like, the the finals were, like yeah. the Elite Eight. Where Final everyone needs to play. And state championship. Yeah, so we were going to play in the Elite Eight, and the day before we were, like, going to leave to go to West Hills and play our game, mm-hmm. this whole season got canceled. And we were all sitting in our apartment because at JUCO we had, like, 10, 12 players. Five of us stayed in one apartment, five of us stayed in the other. So we all, like, met up at one of the apartments and we're like, Brad, like, what do we do? Yeah. We did like, do we go home? Like, yeah. school's canceled. Like, we didn't know what to do. Like, the season's canceled. So we were all just, like, sitting there. And I ended up going home that day. And, and it just I ended? Never, yeah, never played with that team again. Nothing. Dang. Like, you guys said your goodbyes, but was it, like, a... Yeah, well, we didn't know. We thought we might come back because, like, at that time, they were saying, like, oh, it's just going to be, like, two weeks, and then we'll be back. So we were like, mm. okay, maybe we're going to play again. So, like, we were all, like, still in touch. Like, our coaches were texting us and stuff like that. Yeah, like, be ready. Yeah. Be ready then, for suicides. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope yeah. not. But, yeah, and we never. And that was play. the hard That was the hard coach, the one yeah, you guys Yeah, that was Ed Maddock. But he, yeah. at the time of playoffs, he got put on administrative leave, so he wasn't coaching us at the time. Our assistant coach oh, okay. was. But. Yeah, but we were rolling. I think we would have won it all or at least gotten to the championship gotten game. Gotten far. Because our team was really close, and we had been through a lot together. So mm-hmm. so I have another story, and it was just last summer. I mean, it's not a story, but it's just like mm-hmm. my next question is what inspires you to keep coming to play basketball? You know, everyone has, like, a reason why they're playing basketball. Mm-hmm. But I saw through you that you could have went home over the summer, you know, enjoyed your summer, mm-hmm. work out with the pamphlet, you know, all that. But you decided yeah. to stay. You know, you decided to stay and go to weights, and usually our weights isn't that easy in the mm. summer because someone's watching you. You could like if I was going back to home, I'm not doing the, yeah. I wouldn't do the workout. Yeah. But since seeing you, like people that are supposed to be home, and seeing you stay at school, I w- I was like, man, there's no reason why I shouldn't. Mm. That's what I was telling myself. Yeah. Like if he's going, then I should be going. You yeah. know, because I I have I'm, my home is here. So I could spend an hour of my day. I forgot who I was telling that to. I think it was Josh. Mm-hmm. But I was saying, like, there's no reason why I should. Yeah. So I that kind of inspired me over the summer. But I just. What I mean, inspires you to keep coming? I just, I knew, like, this offseason was going to be big for me. Like, mm-hmm. the season didn't go exactly how I thought it was going to go, like, this last season. Like, I played a good amount and yeah. all that. So I was like, I need to come and work harder. And, like, when we after we lost in, like, the second round of the national tournament, I was like, it was gut Yeah, I don't want that to happen again. So I was like, I'm going to stay this summer, work out, get strong, like do what I need to do to improve myself this year. And I think it's mm-hmm. helped a lot. Like I've yeah. improved a lot. So there's some pictures that I've seen. Like um, I forgot. I think it was your dad. But I think I was like maybe what's it called when you're checking someone's Instagram? Yeah, stalking. Stalking. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't stalking your dad. But I remember like his account. So I just went on it mm-hmm. and seeing pictures from last year. And you were like kind of skinny. Yeah. To this year, I was like, Jesus. Like, yeah, because I put on someone like. Someone him a drug test. Like, <laughs> I was like, at the beginning of last season, I was probably like 190. Yeah. And then before this season started, I was like 205. So I yeah. probably put on like 15 pounds. Yeah, straight of, 15 pounds of muscle. I like to think it's all muscle. Yeah. All muscle but no tan is, <laughs> is what you got. You were in Arizona all I, summer. I, we you got the, a little tan. When we were doing them sled pushes, I was getting tan. Yeah, sled pushes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You got to do that next year. Unfortunately. Unless you do baseball. But that's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to be doing the sled pushes. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be a great time. I'll be, I'll be right there next to you. But yeah, coaching me. Yeah, I'll probably be like rubbing spray tan on you. <laughs> like, come on, man, we need to get good lighting next year. <laughs> like filming stuff. It's like, oh, we know who McKay is. <laughs> yeah, just, just look for the whitest person on the floor. And that's yeah, me. yeah, not the court though. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess that. Yeah, like you're running in front of this course table, and it's just like, oh my god, a jersey just floating. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's a floating jersey. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? Ice him. Or, sorry, not icing. I mean. Yeah, no ice here. Just heat. Yeah, no scout. <laughs> so the funny thing about you is that you sleep in. Not sleep in, but you're always sleeping. But that you sleep early. I mean, like I go to sleep early. Yeah, you go to sleep early. I just, I like going to sleep early and waking up early. I don't know. I've just always done that. Yeah. My parents always would tell me to go to sleep early. Go to early. bed at seven. And like all throughout high school, like I would always have to wake up super early for like, because I had like Bible study stuff for my church. Oh, okay. And then during quarantine, I was like, man, like I don't have anything to do. So I'd like go to sleep at like eight and I wake up at like five, wake up, like run a mile, like start. I just like started my day off right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I sleep in, I'm just like wasting my day, and I feel lazy. Yeah, and I don't wake like to up feel at lazy. I don't like to feel lazy. So yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, so yeah. I wake up early and get stuff done. Because when I was looking for this question, I was like, there has to be a question I can ask him about sleeping. Because you sleep so early, so we can go two ways. And it was the first one. I want to learn more about like the religion that you were brought up into and how it relates, mm-hmm. if you want to. And then the second one, when I was asking about sleeping, is because. We don't know why we sleep because we know why we're sleeping. You know what I mean? It's like get good rest, get good circulation, blood. Yeah, well, the brain. a lot of people don't get good sleep because they drink caffeine. Oh, Caffeine shoot. messes up your sleep. Uh-oh, I was shit. actually just watching a TikTok about this. They said it's fine. Like if you're drinking it in the morning, it's not bad. Yeah. But like you shouldn't be drinking caffeine like every day. There's a couple like shots later to our teammates again. That's already too okay. Because it, it, it affects your sleep and you want to get good sleep. I want to yeah. get like, you've seen those like watches where like you can wear it when you're sleeping and it like tracks your sleep the, score. Like the ring or whatever it is. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I want to track my sleep score to see how, because I feel like I get good sleep every yeah. night. There's a, there's a funny story that I have about my brother and he bought this new bed. It's like, I don't know how much it was, but it was in the thousands mm-hmm. area. Like, you know, the ones that like go up and stuff. Yeah. But when you're sleeping on it, it'll like go down and compress to how your body is. Yeah. So then we were all in Cali going to Disneyland, and my brother left the thing on, and it was calculating someone sleeping on the bed <laughs> really? while we were all away from the house. So we don't know. Like, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> but we don't know why, like, who was on the bed. We don't have a dog at the time. So, so who was on his bed? So there's just a random person yeah. on your bed. And it was, a, it was a joke because on his phone, he gets all the tracking, like, if they hit REM sleep. So yeah. I get whoever was sleeping, the ghost, got REM sleep, the best sleep of its life. Like, he was That's, taking advantage. Hey. Like, Another thing, oh, sorry, I got this fan blowing on me, so I was just thinking about it. Yeah. I have to sleep cold. Like, <laughs> I got to be, like, freezing when I sleep. I do, too. Because I will start sweating, like, bullets when yeah, I'm sleeping. Yeah, I'm not trying to wake up in the middle of the night drenched. Yeah, I yeah. can't. Like, it's got to be, like, 65 or below. Yep. I got to have be a fan cold. pointed right on me. I seen, I was watching Shark Tank, and they had, like, this product where, like, you put oh, the cooler yeah, inside yeah. your bed, it, like, blows cool yeah. air. I was like, bro, I need that's to get for, that. Um, I would sleep so good if I had that. That's for some high prognosis people, though. Like, just constantly sweating. I'm a, I'm a, I might need that, because I'm always sweating. But I sweat pretty easily. But it's mainly when I sleep. Like You I, sweat a lot in your sleep? Yeah. It, are you doing anything before you sleep to make you sweat? <laughs> no. Like, I just, like... There's times you're just, I just cranking wake, out push-ups. <laughs> there's just times I just wake up and I just start sweating, and I'm just like, "Why was I just like sweating? I yeah. was just get hot when I sleep. I don't know why. Maybe your nervous system's not like regulated. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Nah, you know what I do before I go to sleep? I tense uh, up every oh, okay, single okay. muscle yeah. in my body because I I read somewhere that like people in the military do that or something. Like they tense up every yeah. single muscle. In the it's muscle like a muscle relax. Like, yeah, and then, like after I do it, I feel like so calm and so relaxed. Like well, usually athletes do good. that. Athletes would usually. Um, if you tense up from like toes up, 
before mm-hmm. a game. Like, you know how you get nervous before a game? Let's yeah. say it's the championship game. And as I'm explaining this to you, you're going to start getting, like, your blood pressure a little high. Like, mm-hmm. championship game against the top team in the nation in Kansas. Like, you know, your blood pressure is <laughs> yeah, going up yeah. right now. But a way you can do that in the locker room is tensing up from your toes up. Mm-hmm. So, like, tensing every muscle in your body so that it feels relaxed. Yeah. It feels I remember great learning that, do- but it feels great doing that. I so you do that right great. before bed? Like you just I, like don't talk to me. I'm just yeah. You're flexing. Like you, right you can ask like my girlfriend. Like my girlfriend knows when I'm gonna go to sleep. Like as soon as I do that, she's like, "Oh, all right, he's going to sleep." Yeah. <laughs> she's like a she's like think you're like a puppy. Like you know they're just spinning around in circles. Yeah. They find a spot. As soon as I put my phone up to go to sleep, that's right what I do. And I usually yeah. fall asleep like minutes. Like it doesn't take me long to fall asleep. I just close my eyes and I usually fall asleep in a couple minutes. Hmm. But I can't sleep during the day well. I can only sleep at night. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I hate naps because how you are to sleeping in, mm-hmm. I am with naps. If I take a nap, I feel like I just wasted. Yeah. Because those naps, I feel like only come because, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because I'm trying to learn how to do naps with like the 14 minute nap, yeah. Navy Seal. I, I only take naps if I know I'm gonna be up late and I know I have nothing to do. Like yeah. if I have stuff to do, I just feel like oh, like I could like do that instead yeah. of taking a nap. So I just like don't do it. Like a like a game tonight, you mm-hmm. would take like a thirty yeah, minute I, nap. I could take like a thirty minute nap. Yeah, but then but, if it was like we got home Saturday night and it's Sunday and I got the whole day, but I take a nap, like a three hour nap, yeah, I'm, I'm pissed gonna, because I'm that's my feel, day off. Yeah, I'm gonna feel like I didn't do anything. Like yeah. it's my day off. I should be like doing something, even if I'm just like laying in bed. Like at least I'm yeah. laying in bed and not like just asleep. I don't know. That's just how I think about it. But so back to the, you want to go the religion route or do you not want to? Uh, I mean, we can. Okay. I'm not the so most d- educated on it, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> I know I grew up Yeah, there, he's like, yeah. yeah. So if you want to talk about the religion you're yeah. in, because I never knew until last year. Yeah. I think so I'm me. just, I'm part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which yeah. is like Mormons, basically. Yeah. They don't call them Mormons anymore, because like, like, it's like a bad rep now, It's apparently. like a stigma behind it. Yeah, so they, that's yeah. what, that's what our official name is, like LDS Mormon, whatever. But yeah, that's the religion I'm part of. I grew up in it. So did you do the whole, like, you know, go to house to house? Did no, you do that? I didn't or no? go on a mission. I didn't go on a mission. I didn't oh, okay. To. My sister did that. She went to Uruguay, but I didn't. Sheesh. Yeah. She, and you can go anywhere, went, right? Yeah, you don't get to pick where you go. It's like the people, like, the higher up, I guess you could say, like, the people more, like, mm-hmm. higher in the church, like, they pick where each person goes. That just reminded me, because I don't know if I was stalking. I probably was stalking. <laughs> But your dad had posted a picture in front of the 9-11 towers. Yeah, he went to, that, that's what, he was on a mission during that. He went to New York, New York for his mission. Dang. So that's he lucky. Said, he said that was really, yeah, he said it was cool. He has, he always has a lot of stories about that. Yeah. He said staying in the apartments, he always sees big old rats running around and oh, stuff like heck, that. Oh, heck, There's a little chihuahua. <laughs> he actually has a picture of a fireman, like a New York uh, City, like fire department mm. person. And he says he's pretty sure that that I don't mean to get like dark like he died in like yeah, he the passed 9/11 away. attacks yeah so he always thinks that's cool like he has that picture and then he has the yeah. he should probably like find buildings. that family member like you know like hey this yeah is- he's tried to like find who it was and like the name of the person and he thinks he found it I don't remember the name of the dude but he thinks he found who the dude was like he matched up pictures and it said it looks a lot alike and he said he's pretty sure that he passed away in mm-hmm. the attacks. Maybe he could like post it on Twitter. You know how people find yeah, other yeah. people on Twitter, like, "Oh, yeah. that's my dad." Or my dad's really into the nine. Like every single day, like year on nine eleven, he sends us like videos to watch and stuff like yeah. that because he thinks it's like not cool, but like it's he, such like he, a remarkable yeah, point. He lived there, and then that happened like not too long after. Like he was there and like because you were born in two thousand one too. Yeah, I was born, right? in two, but he was there 
at like 91, 92 or something like that. That's when he was in New York. Yeah. yeah. It's just like weird to be like something happened where you were at kind of. Yeah. Like he used to live there. Like he lived there for two years of his life. So like he like you grow attached to like some places where you when you live there. So yeah, I think he's only been back like one time. Have you ever been in New York? No. Have you ever been anywhere outside of U.S.? Or like Hawaii, I mean? No. I've no? been to California, Arizona, obviously, mm-hmm. Nevada, Utah, Idaho. <laughs> All the places that Colorado. <laughs> yeah. All the places I Oregon, travel for basketball. Oregon. Oh, yeah, uh, Oregon. <laughs> That's uh, it. Kansas, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> the only place... I, I lived in California. That's the only place I've lived. California, and then I've lived here now. You like so. Arizona or no? Oh, yeah, I like Arizona better than yeah. California. Cause yeah, I would I would rather live in Cali, but if it was a nice part, you know what I'm talking about, like yeah, if I lived in like Southern Cal, if I had money and like lived in Southern California, I'd want to probably do that because it's like yeah. the weather's nice down there. There's a lot of cool stuff to do, but I'm in Northern California. It's like it's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's not like great. Yeah. You know? So one thing that we have in common, or I mean, we probably have a lot of things in common, basketball, and all, yeah. But that you live in Modesto. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could say that, but don't say your address, please. No, I'm not gonna say my address. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, I live on uh, <laughs> on this street. But my grandpa as well lives in Modesto, and I thought that was just pretty cool. Like, out Small of any world, yeah, out yeah. of any place in Cali, yeah. you live in Modesto yeah. as well. That's where my parents grew up. My parents' parents grew up there, and we live there. My mm-hmm. parents want to move, but I don't know. They always say they want to move, and they never do. So yeah, that's how my parents is like, well, we're gonna move, and then they moved a surprise. I'm like, oh my god, it's like I don't like this place. But, yeah. you know, they did it for me. Yeah. But, yeah, so Modesto, I, I kind of like it, but it's just... It's not bad. It's, like, there's nice parts and there's bad parts, too. Yeah. Like, I'm in, like, northern Modesto, almost close to, like, Riverbank. I don't know if you NorCal people might know where Riverbank's at, but mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at. It's a decent part of Modesto. If you go to, like, the west side of Modesto, it's not great. Downtown Modesto isn't great. There's some other nice parts, but, like, Del Rio's pretty nice. They got okay. some big houses over there. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of like orchards and stuff there. It's not like a farm <laughs> city. Like there's yeah. like there's like three hundred thousand people there, but it's the valley. So like the valley's known for like farms and stuff. Yeah, because so. I remember driving to my grandpa's like house, mm-hmm. and it was like trees. But I felt like we were driving through the farm, like not a yeah. farm, but like the trees are just like yeah. those movie scenes of like couples are running through. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it was like the small trees, and I was just like, "Where are we at?" Because it was like a street. Mm-hmm. It's like our phoenix right now but yeah you know it's just dirt around us yeah except it's all the trees instead it's trees that's and i was saying. like we'll like, just be driving down the road they'll just be like trees yeah trees that's i don't like that a lot of them are like nut like nut trees oh like they grow <laughs> nuts on them <laughs> oh yeah because okay. like modesto has like a big almond factory and okay like they produce a lot of almonds in modesto so there's a lot of like nut trees almond trees or whatever yeah nut trees almond trees <laughs> <laughs> cashew trees <laughs> so i think going, almonds grow on trees no I'm almost certain they do, right? Yeah, they do. I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, my fact checker over there. <laughs> he like, wait. <laughs> uh, the nut checker over there, I mean. <laughs> but, so, back to, you were saying, like, you don't really know much about your religion, and then we were talking about death. Yeah. What do you think happens after death? And you could say, you're really, I don't, because there's things, I mean, it's unknown. So, like, I don't know. Really know. I think, after you die, I mean, your spirit leaves your body, and you go to heaven. Well, well, my religion believes you go and like to I think it's a spiritual paradise or whatever mm-hmm. and then like once judgment day happens there's three kingdoms of glory you can go to it's like the celestial kingdom is mm. the highest degree of glory terrestrial kingdom and then celestial kingdom and the goal is to make it to the celestial kingdom because that's where like you can be together with your family again 
and like all that good stuff. And but that's if your two. other family member makes it in there too. Yeah. Okay. So you can live with your family and the people from the celestial can you can like go down and visit but you can't go up like type stuff like up you can only go of down glory. yeah but like go, like go down and visit like you're not like staying there you know what i mean oh that's crazy but like i mean i don't know it's just like yeah. one thing but like it's a it's a similar concept like heaven and hell like yeah because i'm like it's yeah. all the same but just like different like branches but now off. yeah you have branches because yeah. i'm pretty sure mine i'm not pretty sure but i'm pretty sure mine is heaven or hell and then like you know catholicism mm-hmm. catholics believe there's the purgatory, heaven and hell, so that you could pray for those people who are stuck. Yeah. And then I've always had the theory of like, what if this here on earth is purgatory? Because aren't we still waiting for heaven? Or I don't want any Catholicism <laughs> people that, coming into the comments, but thinking about after death is scary. But I don't yep. know. But like, like Mormons is just a a branch of Christianity, so a lot of the, the doctrine is similar. Like it's not too too different. It's almost like the, not the yeah. exact same, but. Because I've always had that argument with my family, like, Mm -hmm. we'll be eating dinner, and they hate me because I try to ask those, like, questions that are unknown. And then, you know, they answer it to their best capability, Mm -hmm. and I'm over here like, nope, that's not right. Like, this is what's right. Yeah. But I've always been like that type of person. But I've always said that I just felt like religions have always intertwined with each other. Mm -hmm. And of, like, what if our ending goal is the same? I think you know the end goal is the same for yeah, everyone. Yeah, everyone. I think at the end of the day, you just got to try to, like, be a good person. Be a you good person. It. Like, if you do that, you'll be fine. Like, I know, like, certain religions say you have to do certain things and this and that. But I think if you're just a good person yeah, and you don't, like... And whoever God is is going to be, like... Yeah, he's going to be, like, he yeah. lived a good life. And I think that's all you key. can do. Yeah. So that's funny that you said that because is that what you think the key to a fulfilling life is or... Yeah, I, mean, I think the key to a fulfilling life is finding, like, something you love to do. Like, f- follow your passion and your goals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. if you're stuck doing something your whole life, like, not liking, not liking it, then you're never gonna like feel fulfilled. So, like, chase after something you love. Like for me, like, I love playing basketball and stuff, and like, I want to coach and I want to be around the game for a long time. So, that's what I want to try to do. And like mm-hmm. for you, like, the weight room stuff and like yep. stuff like this. Like you're out there pursuing your dreams. I mean, I think it's hard to feel like fully fulfilled. Like people yeah. are always gonna want more, but. Yep. I feel like you can just do your best and like find things you love and that is the best way to feel fulfilled and mm-hmm. developing good relationships I think is important too. to having a fulfilled life. Like a lot of people don't like keep up with their relationships and yeah. having good relationships with people mm-hmm. is important in life. And I feel like that's so important with basketball because mm-hmm. it's like a small world where now I know you for these three years that I've known you two years mm-hmm. and now, you know, in the future, someone's going to know you and I'll be like, Oh, I didn't, I know, yeah. I know Bundy too. And it's just going to be a crazy world where... And you're also, like, developing connections, too. Like, yeah, when like you networking. These, you, when you develop these good relationships, like, if I ever, like, my, my high school coach, junior college coach, like, I have a really good relationship that, with them. So if I ever needed, like, a job or something, like, they, I can call them and help them yeah. out because I developed that good relationship with yeah. them. Do they need a strength coach or... No, they, <laughs> no. They, don't, they don't be here. Yeah, they, they do their own thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Dad, you were telling there's me. no strength coaches at my high school and yeah. Tico either. It's just my head coach did it all for himself. Yeah. Because I remember seeing the video of you at one coach, uh, like bleeding. Yeah, when he was what? doing his hand cleans. Hand cleans. I'm, I'm it was not doing that birthday, ever. and he does each uh, birthday. He does the amount of hand cleans he is old without dropping yeah. it. That's like the so. Goal. When he was one years old, it was <laughs> it was probably hard for him. <laughs> He's just like a little baby, yeah. just like yeah. the mom started it. He didn't do it all year though. He said we didn't deserve it, but so I didn't get to yeah. witness it. He's like COVID came, y'all don't deserve it. No, nah, well, he usually it does it before the season because his birthday's on nine eleven. So, dude, that's so. 
Dang. <laughs> okay, so before you say anything, I have a book that I'm reading right now, and it's The Celestine Prophecy. And when coincidences happen, that's when you're on the right path on Earth. Sounds deep, but... It's, it does sound deep. It doesn't sound deep? It does. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, damn, I'm not going <laughs> to explain it no more. But so the book goes on to, like, I, I think it's a Christian book, but it's a spiritual guide. Yeah. But it's, an, it's a fiction novel about this guy. And they're finding the nine insights of the church, right? And the priest and the good people are trying to keep this to themselves, but the government wants it because it's something that they need to hide from the world. Yeah. So I'm only on the third, fourth chapter, fifth chapter, and it talks about coincidences. So what you just explained about, you know, like I couldn't have talked about yeah. that if I wanted to. And this is a book that I want to get into with the podcast. But it's just weird that you said that because we were just talking about your dad through religion through that, like your dad was on his mission, 9-11. So then the next thing we talk about is what's happened. Or what did we, we said something. Oh, you're a coach. Yeah. And strength coach. coaches. So we connected religion to what I want to pursue in life, what you want to pursue in your life. And it made a coincidence of, oh, Zach, his birthday's on 9-11. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, just a weird, crazy. it's a weird book. And I don't know, a lot of people said they like that book. So I'm just reading it for like, mm-hmm. In a sense, like a spiritual guide, you know, we're all becoming our own. We're all becoming men after college, so I just wanted to read it. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird that you did that because yeah. oh. the guy s- explains that you're on the right path. on, Not on earth, but like you're on, on a good path. Yeah, I want to start reading some more books. You always talk about reading books. The thing is, I just never like know what to get. Like I'm really interested in like chess and like poker. So like I try to like find <laughs> books about like so chess you and have poker. a gambling addiction. No, no, no. I like just like the strategic yeah, aspect he's to like, it. You got money. But like Yeah, I, that's good. But like I like reading books, like learning about something okay. I can actually I have a book apply for you. to. I have a book you know? for you, but I haven't read it. I gave it to my dad. And it's called The Art of War. Oh and yeah. It, you, a, you posted something about that, didn't you? No, maybe? No, I think I I think I told you that I got it from my I might have oh. told you. But the book talks about I don't know if I'm wrong because I barely did it. But since my dad is like um, like a boss of a group, mm-hmm. uh, he has to like, you know, their strategies. So the book talks about these like, I think it's either 33 or 13 strategies of how to win war. So you could probably watch or I mean, watch yeah. or read it. And it talks about like how to win the person, how to, yeah, you know, but how they Ooh. did it to win war back then. Another thing, another book that I've, uh, so I don't know, I, I like to watch the show Big Brother. It's like a reality show, but it's like... Oh, okay. I think you're talking about the two bears. You know what Survivor is? Yeah. The TV show? It's like that, but like in a house. And like one of the winners was talking about a book that you have to read before you go in. It's like how to make friends and win people over. It's something. It's the title mm. something like that. And it just talks about like developing, how to develop good relationships and how to get people on your side. Because the whole goal of that game is like social manipulation. Okay. It's like I find that interesting. Not saying like I want to manipulate people. Yeah. But, but that's like, good. That's good because now you're being aware of like who can manipulate you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think that's interesting. Like how yep. you can like manipulate people to do certain things just by being a good talker and being a good listener. And yeah. Stuff like that. And like people are going to listen to you. Yep. Yeah. It's like um, people posting on, on TikTok where the call to action in the beginning of video is like, mm-hmm. wait, wait, you need to hear this. And you're not going to scroll because mm-hmm. you might need to hear it. Yeah. And that's like manipulating the person to spend seven more seconds mm-hmm. on the video you know those kind of call to actions like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're an athlete watch this watch and then this, yeah. yeah like those type of things you're never going to scroll up because it's what you love to do mm-hmm. and i just thought that was pretty funny there's that book and then there's another book that my brother reads and or i gave it to my brother for christmas i gave my whole family a book with a present mm-hmm. i went overboard <laughs> like i'm in debt so 
and it's the the 33 laws of power or the 40 laws of power and it's a very powerful book i want to read it until he's finished i don't even think he started but there's a 40 laws of power and robert green and i think you will like it because it's basically how to maneuver in the world and don't let anyone tell you what to do mm-hmm. and there's like laws to follow not that you have to follow them yeah. to the exact point but it's like things to help you out so. yeah yeah and it's pretty cool because I remember he was on a podcast with Joe Rogan, and I just liked you the like way that Joe Rogan and I like Joe Rogan. <laughs> so Joe Rogan was like, "Oh, that's a good book." So I was like, ah, "You know, I'm gonna get it for my brother because I want to." I got them all books that I kind of want to read. Yeah. But then, so you can read them after. Yeah, but then I kind of got books for them directly. Like I was yeah. saying, my dad is a, in a way, like a manager boss. So then I was like, "What do your parents do?" I don't think I've ever asked that. So my I mom, don't, I don't know. My mom used to work in EDS. And so we go to a church called the Salvation Army Mm -hmm. and it's a non-denominational. So it's basically, it's Christianity, Mm -hmm. right? But it's like a subpart, just like any other church. Mm -hmm. So non-denominational, right? Like everything the Christian church believes. Yeah. So then my mom worked for the Salvation Army, but at DHQ, divisional headquarters. So that kind of sounds like a cop Mm -hmm. or, (laughs) but she worked for EDS and she was the, she was the boss of it. Emergency, emergency disaster services. Mm Mm-hmm. So my whole life, I've always helped the church or whatever because we were always volun- we were always voluntold. We never volunteered, yeah. but my mom always told us to volunteer. Yeah, yeah. So like during Christmas, when you guys all to go- when you guys all got to go home, yeah. I was like making boxes for like oh, okay. like kids and stuff. But you know, it's just like things to give back. Like in the moment, I'm like, I do not want to do this. Like, but then in the moment, I'm like, and then it's good. Like yeah, like end. kids don't. Some kids don't get presents. Mm-hmm. So then I'm I'm there to be like, I can give a kid a present. Mm-hmm. So we've always been volunteered. So then my mom left that job for personal reasons that I shouldn't say. And then she now works with my dad at United Healthcare. Oh, okay. So my mom, I don't know the exact word, but she kind of does she was doing what the emergency disaster service program was, but with United Healthcare, but in a way of like helping kids. Yeah. Like this other weekend she did um, a book fair for kids and it's for little kids who are in need. So stuff like yeah, that. She's yeah. like a very they were teen. They were teen pastors while my Thea was a pastor at a, at that church. So the church we go to, my Thea was a pastor there for 15 years. So then she helped her and then went to DHQ when okay. my Thea left. An interesting. I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I was talking to some, uh, like a some dude like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Was this like, another coincidence? Uh, no, not another oh, coincidence. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about like religion. Okay. And he is a religious person, and like he joined like the same church as me. Mm-hmm. But he said, like, one of the big reasons why he doesn't like going to churches is he feels like it's, like, a business now. Because, like, okay. you know how, like, yep. people, like, you got to, like, pay tithing or, like, I think other people call it, like, yeah. communion. And you yeah. have to, like, give 10% yeah. Offering, tithing. of, like, your gross income. Like, yeah. Not, like, your net income. I think it's 5% of what you make. Yeah. Or what you have. My, my church does 10%. But yeah. I, it's different. For oh, my church probably. does 90. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I really have a business. <laughs> so, like, he, he feels like it's a business because, yep. like, you're giving money to these like people that are mm-hmm. higher up in like their religion and realistically you don't know what they're doing with it like yep. they said like they're building temples and more churches mm-hmm. and like doing all that but he feels like you shouldn't have to pay to go to, to, church. Go to church and he feels like he felt like he was obligated to pay, to pay. like it's like, like a I, he, he is god watching me if i don't pay yeah like, like he thinks like he's a, like a bad person mm-hmm. if he doesn't yeah so that's one of the big reasons why he stopped like he's still spiritual and like does stuff like that but yeah that's one reason why he doesn't like go to any specific churches because mm-hmm. he doesn't want it to feel like a business he just wants to he just wants to go and learn learn about and the word. yeah just want to learn about the religion yeah. and i think that's great because i saw it from a different perspective being a little kid and mm-hmm. 
So you know the people outside of the stores doing kettles? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I used to volunteer, voluntold. You used to do that? I used to do that. And I would be like, hi, you know, singing the Christmas, <laughs> another coincidence, singing Christmas songs, right? But I was doing it with my dad and all that. Yeah. So that's what the Salvation Army is, like to help people. But being a kid, I saw what the money was going to. And I'm going to say it was it was for good things. Like yeah. my parents were teen pastors. So my Thea, who was the pastor of the church, like owned the church, mm-hmm. she made it a point to give back to the kids. Because if you give back to the kids and the kids take God home, that means the parents are going to be like, hey, what would you learn today at Wednesday night? And they're going to be like, oh, I learned that God loves us. Mm-hmm. So then they're going to be like, wow, that church is powerful. So then if you bring the kids, then the parents are going to come with follow. Yeah. Yep. So then, you know, my Thea made it a point to get the money. But then there's things that I don't understand. You know, they have to pay for electricity. But yeah. I understand, like, some people, when they give their money, they're like, what had just happened? They want to know the answers. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't really know the answers. And I was so next to it. But I would hope it's... For you. Yeah, for I would you. hope that God puts something in the people who have the money to put it to good things. Yeah. But also, I, I kind of argued with my parents about it. I've always argued with them. But and it was a way of like, not telling them like, why do we even go to church? But it was a way of like, why can't we just have our own relationship with God? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like because I feel like person. Yeah, I feel like church is a sense of unity, communion, like community. Like community yeah, yeah, like, hey, McKay, you want to come to church with me? Like, we'll be together with God. Mm-hmm. But then, like, that's great because now you're leading people to God. But you got to focus on yourself. You have to focus on yourself like because your own relationship. Yeah, because with God. when that person's not there, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Or we're in that community. So that's what my parents always said. So then that's why I got so much into meditation and all that. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, you know what? Like, I'm telling people about God, or people are like, hey, what church you go to, Zach? And then I'm like, wow, am I really portraying it? So that's why I've always practiced it, like meditation, because mm-hmm. meditation can go different ways. It's in different religions. So I've always liked to dwell myself into other religions because. In a way, didn't God create those yeah. religions too? So then that's why I'm only a 21-year-old, so I'm not going to be like, this is the answer. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still learning. Yeah. So, But I think that's great to like, for that guy to understand that don't leave the church because of a money issue or something. Yeah. Like, go to a different church if you feel like your money is being, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, you're going to feel it. But then I would just say, like, focus on you. Don't give your money if you don't want to. Like, As long as your relationship with God, God is good. Yep. Like, because That's all God do. does not care about money. He does not care about how many people are at church. He does mm-hmm. not care about the church it's at. He doesn't care if you if we did church right now in this hotel room. Like you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. you're still praising God wherever you do and whatever you do. Yeah, and he'll 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 love you no matter what. Like yep. that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like yep. I see a lot of people like God doesn't love me or and like yeah, and like people like with depression, anxiety mm-hmm. and like they refuse to go to church and they don't yep. think it like works. And maybe maybe it doesn't, but yep. It's like it's worth a shot yeah. to try it's to build like, a relationship yeah. with them. I would, you would just, but see, that's where I would be like, hey, just guide them. Just show them what God did for you mm-hmm. so that they can follow. Not to like, hey, man, you need church. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you wouldn't go up to someone who's really sad or depressed and be like, you need church. But you could show them the love of God or you mm-hmm. could show them what God has done for you. So that's why I've always been like, hey, I did meditation. And then the people are like, oh, man, I love meditation. I'm like, okay, now take a next step and be like, meditate with God. Mm-hmm. Whereas you feel like a sense of, Something's watching you. Something's reflecting over you. Which you know what I mean? Essentially, what like praying is. Prayer basically is. That's what I'm saying. Meditating with God. Yep. Because I'm. My parents always go back to it when I used to say like I meditate and I just feel like I'm being not watched, but I feel like um, it's not just me in the room. Mm-hmm. 
not not like scary or anything, yeah. but you know, there was a part in the Bible where God or Jesus was they say he was meditating with prayer of talking to God. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always just think of that like he wasn't talking to God at all. He was just reflecting on how God was thinking how he felt. Yeah. And I just think that's special. Yeah. I think it's all interesting. The whole whole spiritual religion, stuff. Yeah. Religion, religion, spiritual. Stuff. Like yeah. we're not do we really know? No. Yeah. But what we do know is faith. And just like faith, like you know you know what wind is, mm-hmm. right? Because you see the leaves blowing, you see it, but do you really see wind? Yeah, you don't. But, but yeah, you, have you have faith, faith. that wind is yeah. there, yep. That's why I'm not like I'm not scared to die, but I'm kind of scared to die because like, I just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's like, shoot, like what if I just die and it's just like yep. blackness forever? Yeah. You're just like, dang. You reincarnate to a Tanner Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just the dark Bundy. <laughs> but yeah, see, like that's what I'm saying. Cause I'm, I'm very, I used to always cry as a little kid. I never told anyone this. But as a little kid, I didn't cry because I was scared to die. I was scared of my parents dying. Yeah. Because in like elementary school from when we moved to do like uh, preschool and uh, first grade, I used to always cry for my dad for some reason. So my mom used to bribe me with a peanut M&M. <laughs> so if I got seven peanut M&Ms at the end of the week, I get to go to GameStop and buy a game. But I never got the seven because I would cry. Yeah. So it was just a feeling of like, if I don't see my dad today, I feel like he's going to die at work or... Like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was, like, an overthinking. I don't know why I had those that fear. Mm-hmm. Do you still have to see your parents every day? Huh? Do you still feel like you need to see your parents every day? Yes. And I feel like I need to see, like, the family. Yeah. Not I- every day, but, like, every week. Like, when we get back yeah. from this trip, I'll see them Sunday. Yeah. No matter what. Like I feel like I don't, I mean, I don't see my family that much. Mm-hmm. I probably should see them more. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they'll come down to, like, games sometimes. But, yeah. like, I don't go home for the summer. I only go home for, like, a week at Christmas. So, like, I'm really only, like, with them for, like, a whole week. For a little bit. A year. Like, they'll come, like, they're coming next week to the ACU game. So, I'll Mm -hmm. see them for, like, two or three days. But it's not like we're together the whole time because they're at, like, a hotel. And I got practices and class and stuff. So, that's something I should probably try to do a better job at is, like, getting in touch with my family. But they all live in different places. Like, my sister's in Northern California. My other sister's in Utah. My brother's in Utah. My parents are in Modesto. I'm in Arizona, so it's just like it's yeah, hard it's to like. Like the only times that you guys get to get together is holidays, mm-hmm. where you know they're gonna be there. And it's not even like that anymore because both my sisters are married, so like they rotate holidays every other year. Oh yeah, like their, their family. Yeah, going yep. to their husbands' families and stuff. Yeah. So that's like, something I'm not ready for is like marriage. And since I'm I'm a guy, you know the girl whatever says goes. Yeah. And see that's where I like I'm gonna have a hard time adapting because I love my family so much and the family dilemma of like a Mexican household. Mm-hmm. is like see you all the time yeah. like when i say goodbye to you i know i'm seeing you the next day yeah that's, like it's just weird yeah that is gonna be weird like not seeing like my family because like my sisters what they do is they just every other year it's so, like one year they're like this last christmas mm-hmm. they were with us but next christmas they're both gonna be with their husband's families so like mm. next so christmas no presents for you yeah next <laughs> next christmas is just gonna be me my brother and my mom and dad like that's all it's gonna be there it's just gonna be us four which is weird because this past year there was nine of us in the house. Yeah. So then like a packed four. house. Now there's only gonna be four. So yeah. And both yeah. my sisters are having kids, so there would be even more. So yeah. Yeah, you are having a lot of nephews, huh? Or because yeah, I've seen cool. always the baby. Yeah. I have one nephew right now, and then both my sisters are pregnant. One of them is pregnant with a girl, the other one doesn't know yet. So I'm gonna have a niece 
and then I already have a nephew, yeah, and yeah. I could have another niece or nephew. They're going to call you Uncle Bun or Uncle McKay, or is it Theo McKay? <sighs> Uncle McKay. <laughs> I was going to say, are you Mexican? A, Theo McKay? <laughs> my nephew right now, he's like stranger danger, and I barely, I don't get to see him that often, so it takes him a while to warm up to me. So like Christmas time. I had to work hard yeah, to like, well, for him to even let me like hold his hand yeah. or hold him. If my uncle Theo's last name was Bundy, I mean, I'd be scared too. Like, oh, man. I'd be like, bro, you stranger danger, get away from me. Come on, mom, pick me up. But that's funny that you said that because what is your favorite holiday? Is it Christmas? Yeah. Christmas. I got to go with Easter. I'm going to say Christmas. Kidding. I like Fourth of July a lot too. Fourth of July? Yeah. Damn, that's underrated. Because it's just like barbecue, hanging out with friends and family, like. Swimming, I have a, I have a fun funny stuff. story of Fourth of July. Nah, I mean, I have uh, not a funny story, but I'll go. I'm first. not gonna share my story. Well, how, what'd you guys do with the firework? <laughs> what'd you do with the firework? <laughs> nothing. Put nothing back. with the firework. Oh, his dad said, "Uh, come here, son. We're gonna sh- <laughs> shoot you in the sky." I I was like always like a little bit scared of fireworks. I was like, dang, like what if one of like the little ashes comes down and just like yep. sparks and like That's lights everything on fire? I was like, dang. So my Theo, the one that I was explaining. Or in the last episode, mm-hmm. I was talking about golf and stuff. I haven't gotten invited to golf ever since because he saw my swing and I was like, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at golf too. Yeah. Okay. So he used to go on the top of our house because in our backyard we used to have a pool mm-hmm. back where I used to live in Avondale. And it was the little, you know how you walk outside and then above is like the patio top? Yeah, yeah. And then the it's the pool. Top. And you can like jump from the patio yeah. top. So then the pool. he was putting fireworks up there. But he forgot that we're not going to be able to hear each other when the fireworks are going off. Like, so he kept thinking when they were going off, like, more, more. So he kept putting more down. But we were like, no, no yeah. stop. So then his very, like, third one, it, it, he put a lead on fire, and it went like this. Oh, it and it so it pointed, it pointed and just started going crazy in our backyard. There's a video somewhere. I think of my brother, and it's just screaming. Like you guys don't have grass in your backyard, do you? It was turf, but it didn't catch on oh, fire. Then, okay. It, it used to be turf, but there was a pool, so everybody was dressed up, right? Fourth of July, mm-hmm. like you know, we're already out at the pool. No one was going swimming, and we all were in the pool, like dang. Because he thought we were saying more, more, and he was happy. Like he was like this. Like, <laughs> he was. You know, he was like, yeah. He was like all day. Like I spent money because. He would go to Mexico and buy the fireworks. Oh, so he would get like some illegal fireworks. He would get the legal fireworks, like the big ones, grenades. And I'm like, what? He used to get like these turtle ones that used to like blow up. You guys not, never got in trouble for that, like citations from polices, like I mean, police officers. And there all? was cops that would come next to us, like they would pull up and just like, how does he have that? Like, yeah, right. But they would never, mm. you know, they would just tell him like, all right, calm down. Or, you know, what I was just thinking about how we mentioned grass. One thing that's so weird about Arizona is how there's just no grass. It's like in California, no in California, every single house has like grass in the front yard. That is true. Grass in the backyard. I go here, like I stroll through the neighborhood. It's just rocks. Rocks or which artificial. is nice because you know I would like mow the lawn, and I hated mowing the lawn. Oh man! But that's just like a, a weird thing. I mean, I guess we're in the desert, so grass probably doesn't grow well. But I like having like the grass. It looks really cool in the front yards. Yeah, you probably used to do like the baseball designs of like the light green and the dark green yeah. color. And you can like play in like the grass. Like we would set up like slip and slides. You can't set up a yeah. slip and slide in like some rocks. Like uh-huh. that's you can't Back, do that. Yeah, because at my old house, we used to have my old old like when I was a kid, kid. Mm-hmm. We used to have real grass. And I don't think I've ever had real grass in the backyard again because the house I'm living right now is turf. So yeah, you make a good point. Cause but I mean, I guess turf wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't mind. It's not bad. Turf. It's just like the like dog poop and all that is just <laughs> marinating yeah. in. Yeah. But I feel like turf. artificial turf, like if you get some good ones, like it can look really cool. It does look, it does look and nice. And you don't have to like maintain it. 
I just don't know yeah. like the cost, like how much is it like pricey to get turf or not? I'm pretty sure it's cheaper than buying like a lawnmower and then, you know, the stuff you have to put in it. And then oh, when yeah. it gets winter and it gets yellow, you don't have to take care of it. Yeah. The only thing that I hate about yard. grass is running in it. And then, you know, the grass, little grass picks up and then mm-hmm. it gets all in your yeah. socks. Yeah. I've always been annoyed at that. That's a baseball thing. Uh, that's one reason. Fun fact. One reason I don't like, like the, I'm not an outdoors person. And baseball is played outdoors. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. stay inside. Oh, I, I can yeah, tell I you like staying it. inside. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you like the. Yeah, but like camping, like none of that. Like, oh, I like camping. I if, like I, camping. if I'm on like an RV or something or like a cabin, it's cool. But I'm not trying to be in a tent like outside, stinky, smelly, dirty. Like that oh, doesn't, that doesn't, please, like that doesn't appeal to me. Oh, that's fun. We did a cabin with my it family. It was like 15 of us in a house. Oh, well, yeah, a cabin's fun. But yeah. I'm not trying to like be in a tent. Like I needed somewhere to shower, poop. So you never that. been camping? Or no, yeah. I have. Like, when I was a kid, it was cool. Cause like when uh-huh. I was a kid, I didn't care. Like I didn't care. Like not, not saying I didn't care about my hygiene, but like I was less worried. <laughs> like, no deodorant. Like I was less worried about it when I was like five or six years old. Like I was just trying to go out and have fun. So like we used to go camping, uh, beaches. So like we go to like Santa Cruz Beach. And you would uh, camp there? Not on the beach, but there's campsites like right next to the beach. Like there's campsites. And like you go down some stairs and mm. it's the beach. So, so like there's like the trees there. and all that. Mm-hmm. Like there's trees oh, and stuff, crazy. like campfires and stuff, and it's really nice. So we would like all camp. We get like two campsites right next to each other, like our whole family. And then, like we camp for like three days, and like one day we go down to the beach. The next day we go to the boardwalk, which has mm. like a bunch of rides and stuff like that. And the next day we go to like Capitola and go shopping and all like the shops and stuff. So all smelly. Cool. <laughs> now nah, they they have showers there, but yeah. Even when you shower there, you don't feel clean. It's like yeah. the showers aren't like maintained well. Yeah, it's like our some of our G Sac schools. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like that. It's like a who hopes shower. Jesus, mm, no, hope shower, bro. I smell like sewer water in there. Last oh, time. we didn't even do have time in there. But yeah, y'all got us. Nah, I was about to puke. It was smells so bad. Yeah, in there. weren't you like uh, you were? Bro, I was gagging. I don't like it. Like that smell was so bad. I've never smelled anything that bad. Yeah, in my, my bag life. is just. I had to wash my bag when I got home. <laughs> Put the bag in the washer. Yeah. So talking about childhood and going through all of that, are you? Do you think you're living the life of your dreams? I mean, I always thought it was gonna be baseball instead of basketball. But like, I'd mm. say yes, yeah, still, because like I always wanted to play college baseball, like college baseball, mm-hmm. and then it, it switched to basketball, which is fine. So like, I feel like I'm living my dream because my dream was to play college sports. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. When did you wanna? When did you realize that that you wanted to be like, oh, I think I could do college sports, or, hey man, this might be an option. Well, I didn't think I could play college like basketball until like my junior year of high school. Yep. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think I can maybe do it. And senior year came around, I had a good senior year, so I was like, ah, I could probably do it. But the only offer I had coming out of my senior year was here, and then I had oh, so you could have came here early. Yeah, but the thing was, is that at that time. They still didn't have their gym, their team like our team wasn't yep. that good, and at the time they I still would have had to pay a little bit of money. Yeah, so I was like, uh, I don't know if that's what I want to do. So I went. That's Juco. crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that you could have. So came I could have came in like the same year as you. Yeah, you could have been with like me and Jerry like for four years. Yeah, I know. And Eli, I guess Eli probably. What year did Eli graduate? Twenty eighteen. He came in the year before. I think two years before me or the first year before me. Oh goodness. Yeah, he started school. He's not as old as us, yeah, but he started school. He was like a freshman, 16-year-old, yeah. 17-year-old. Yeah, I could have been here for a while. But I went JUCO and then took a year off because of COVID and then came here. So, Dang. 
So what made you like want to come back to Ottawa? Like, well, they offered me a full ride, so. Oh, okay. So then they were like, yeah. And there wasn't like I had other schools like talking like during COVID, I had one school hit me up and and they were like, "Can you come here like now?" (laughs) I was like, "Uh, "Yeah, like get get in the plane. We have it right now." Because like it was COVID and like like a bunch of people were dropping out and like getting COVID and like couldn't play. So mm. they did, like teams didn't have players. So like they just called me like, can you come now? I was like, mm, I'm good. I don't want to just like mm. go to a random school. And it was yeah. in like Nebraska. So I was like, I'm not yeah, good. I'd rather go to Arizona and you're closer yeah. to home than yeah. you are to yeah. Nebraska. And Arizona is a nice state. I'm not trying to live in Nebraska. I don't like the cold. Yeah. Even though good. I said I like to sleep cold, I'd rather be hot like yeah. during the day than it'd be freezing cold. And you'd probably, Enough of the tan jokes. But (laughs) you would see no sun in Nebraska until... Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to be 10 times wider than I am now, if that's even possible. Like, next year around this time, you're going to be... That sun's going to get you. That melanin? Yeah, I'm going to... Melon? Melanin? I'm going to tan this summer. That's a goal of mine. You're going to tan? darker. Dude, one time my my sister bought this, like, black stuff, and you put it on your skin. Yeah, my my girlfriend has, like, that tanning lotion. It's, like, in a... I think and it's like, like brown, a, and you just like rub yeah. it in, and then go out in the sun. But I get sunburned, so I can't really tan. Now you just gotta get over that hump. No, I got. Just have aloe vera. Tell your girl to plant an aloe vera tree in the backyard, <laughs> and just cut it. It's, it's nasty smell. Bro, like, I I get sunburned bad. Jace, I know Jace. He's uh he has a picture of me when we oh when like you guys at Cali. Yeah. yeah, my back was. So, I think you've seen it. It's so sunburned. I think you came back to our. Didn't you have open gym? You came back and we had open gym. And you were a rat or something? Probably. No, I came back and went into quarantine. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's when you were gagging in and out, right? It's the tomatoes. That was, that was a, yeah, that was a couple of days before. It, it wasn't the COVID that was making me throw up. I don't. I, I think it was food poisoning. Cause mm, so don't eat at the In-N-Out on Bell? <sighs> it was just a one-time thing. I've had In-N-Out since, and nothing ever was wrong. It was just that one time I just ate it. Dude, yeah, because I remember walking into like the locker room, and you're like on your Ford... You're on your all yeah. your fours in the bathroom. Bro, so I like ate it at doing? like eleven, <laughs> and then like I went back to my dorm room and I was laying down. I was like, bro, like I don't feel good. Like I feel like nauseous and stuff. And then like we had weights and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go to weights. And we were doing like the beginning workouts. I was like, all right, I gotta leave. Yeah, <laughs> so we were doing, barely bathroom. doing a high knee lunges. I threw, I, I threw up, and then I came back and I was gonna keep going. And Coach Hearn's like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm all right. I did a few more exercises. Um, I'm just, so I just went to the locker room, laid down, and then I was going to go play open gym. And Coach Keeley saw him. He's like, you're good. Just leave. Yeah, like, you were in the middle of August, like, one open yeah, gym. Like, you're you're going to be fine. So I just went home. And then I went to sleep, or I showered, went to sleep, and then I woke up and I felt better. There's only been one time I think I had food poisoning, and I think I ate salmonella or something, like bad chicken. And, dude, yeah. my number two was just water. <laughs> like, I was peeing out of... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> other holes. But it was so bad because I was like... Are you sure you didn't, just didn't have diarrhea? Maybe you just had diarrhea. That no. happens sometimes. <laughs> it does happen sometimes, but this is... Yeah, this is not... I don't think the perfect time to talk about this. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, because I've only had food poisoning like once, and I remember it vividly, and it was bad. So yeah, I can relate to you because you were throwing it up. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't pretty. And I don't like throwing up either, so I'd rather come out like my butt then come out my mouth <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you for that okay i think we all wish that okay so last question what do you what do you wish that i would have asked you or what do you wish that we could have talked about and i kind of said on the last episodes like you could be as selfish as you want to be right now and 
you're basically asking the question and answering it. Uh, yourself. I, I wish we would have talked about my football days when I played football. <laughs> I was like that at football. Bro, that picture that as, surfed is our uh, as much as our people, group chat. As much as like it looked like I'd be trash, like I was actually pretty good. Like no, I'm not no. trying to like hype myself up or anything, but I was like solid. What makes solid. you think you're so solid? Well, I scored like I scored a lot of touch. Like my first year ever playing football, mm-hmm. like ever, like mm-hmm. I never played football, never did nothing. I scored like 17 touchdowns in 10 games. Jesus. I scored a touchdown. It was a, you're I just scored an at least an athlete, a touchdown bro. In a game. You're just but I only athlete. played. I only. I was, that was in like third grade. So yeah. like I was going up against a bunch of third graders. But yeah. I mean, you had like still, a buzz cut. You were a different McKay. That was a and I was shorter. Like I was. I wasn't tall. So I was like the ground. I was a little bit faster. What were you a running back? Yeah. Well, we ran like a offense. Yeah. Like they're like w- give McKay the ball. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wing T offense. So oh, it was like, like there's like yeah. three running backs in the backfield. Like there's oh, two okay. wings and then there's a running back. So I was like one of the wings and we had a bunch of like running plays. So was, I was your like dad the coach? No. Oh, okay. Because the picture he's wearing. Yeah. He coached that year was my seventh grade year and he coached my little brother's team. So like there's oh. junior novice, novice, JV, varsity. And he coached the junior novice team, which is like the six and seven year olds. I was Kiwi. like, yeah, I was like Kiwi. one of like the. I think I was 11 or 12 at the time. Dang. Yeah. I was, was your football days fun, though? Like, Yeah. I I loved game days. I hated the practices. The practices were long. A lot of running. It was hot. Pads. With all the pads. I don't miss the practices, but I miss the games. Game days were so fun. What was it like hitting someone? Especially at seventh grade? It was fun. It was fun to hit people, except, except the linemen. Like, when we do, like, Oklahoma drills and stuff, you never want to go up, like, with the linemen because the linemen are, like – just bowling balls, yeah. but it was fun. That's the joke I have with uh, Coach Hearn, that if we went 1v1 Oklahoma, I'm coming out on top. Oh, yeah. I hate time. I hate tackling short. Like, short, stubby people are the worst people. Yeah, to I'm going to get him. So I'm going to I'm gonna get him. And We're going to do now, it. Like, I'm way taller now, so it's even worse. Like, then I was a little bit shorter, so yeah. it was a little bit better, but you were like five, six, even worse. Seventh grade? 4'11". Seventh grade, I was like 5'4". Jesus, that's when I got my growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> so i got my girls were from three three feet to five <laughs> i was like oh, i'm tall so yeah all right that was a good episode okay thank you so do you want to put any on. oh yeah that's two in a row that because evan said that too no. and now you said it so yeah no problem you guys are my teammates but um teammates and friends yeah i don't forget that but do you want to put any of your socials down or not for anyone to look at, but just for if they liked your story and they're like, I want to give McKay a follow. Or I mean, like probably Instagram. just Instagram. It'd be McKay Bundy underscore 27. Yeah. And not Ted Bundy. McKay Bundy. Yeah. McKay Bundy. It's like That's all the it. fan, <laughs> fan curling <laughs> Ted Bundy accounts. I just get Ted Bundy accounts following me <laughs> after this. <laughs> like they found you on Ancestry.com. <laughs> give me the mouth swab. Okay. So... I think that is it for our episode with me and McKay Bundy. Follow this podcast's Instagram at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis, where the E is a three and the two O's are zeros. Once again, at Zachary underscore metamorphosis. And thank you for listening. And remember to always come back to the breath.